With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, pretty miserable day out there, but I bet it's all smiles around the foot of the mountains, all smiles around Redfern as well, because uh, Penrith Panthers and South Sydney are both through to the 2021 NRL Grand Final. Uh, a lot of people were saying that South could not go on and win the Premiership, minus Latrell Mitchell, and also defy that stat that says uh, no team has won the Premiership, having conceded 50 points or more in any one game in the season. Well, the Bunnies are there, and they're 80 minutes away from lifting their first Premiership since 2014. And Penrith Panthers, they are there as well, and uh, they are through to their fifth Grand Final. Um, joining us on the line now, a Penrith great, former uh, Premiership-winning captain and halfback, and also um, a very valued member of the SEN staff as well. Greg Alexander, Brandy, how are you, buddy? Chris, going good, mate. Yep, fantastic night. Uh, against all the odds, they they got it done. It was a it was a mighty effort from the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, defensively, uh, just haven't seen a team tackle like them. Melbourne were great. Also, it was a it was a real it was a you know it was a great preliminary final match and uh, the grand final you know that many expected had come a week early, um, and only one could get through to to take on South Sydney and. I was glad it was Penrith, mate. We saw a great game last week, Brandy. Um, again, very low-scoring game. Your boys up by two against the Eels. Uh, and then I'm seeing some other sort of rugby league greats. I think I saw Joey Johns or, or someone yesterday. It might have been Freddie saying, you know, that's one of the best games I've ever seen, um, you guys, yesterday. The, as you're right, it, it, it just goes to show you don't need a stack of points uh, to be scored to have a, an exciting game. No, and it's been a season of points, hasn't it? Uh, records have been falling, point-scoring records individually, uh, team records tumbling all season. And the Storm were, you know, were one of the teams that, um, you know, their run of 19 wins, Chris, um, was incredible. And, you know, how many games did they score 40-plus points? Uh, you know, they set records. But the two, the two best final games so far, or the three best, uh, you throw South Sydney and Penrith in, yeah. Out of week one, well, low-scoring affairs. Penrith Parramatta week two, uh, week three. Yesterday's game was a, was a cracker, and there wasn't many tries scored. So, now you're right that even though there wasn't many tries scored in all those games, there was plenty that happened. Mm. There's a couple of cliches in rugby league, Brandy, and and please excuse me, but one of them is that defence wins big games. Right? We we hear that all the time, but. Penrith is living proof of that, to have booked a place in the grand final, having scored only four tries in, in three matches in a row. Uh, absolutely. You know, you go, Chris, it doesn't matter what area you, 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 you look to, uh, the best defensive teams uh, win premierships. There, there hasn't been many occasions where a team has won a competition and, you know, they sit mid-table in terms of their defence, their, their defensive record. So... Uh, you know, you need to be able to stop the tries, but you need to be able to score them when needed. And I thought Penrith's try to start the game was just that was that was a brilliant piece of coaching. Um, you know, and and Ivan Cleary doesn't get many many raps. Um, you know, he cops a fair bit of stick, Ivan, and and you know, 
but you, you've got to hand it to, to him. I, I think he's done a marvellous job to get this team, who were basically written off after they lost to South Sydney after Nathan Cleary's shoulder injury, yep. uh, plenty of injuries and suspensions and, and hiccups along the way after Origin. Uh, Ivan deserves as much credit as other coaches get that have, you know, that have, have been good and got their teams to grand final. And that try, that opening try for Penrith, uh, which I think, you know, well, obviously we're in a low-scoring game where three tries were scored, yeah. mate, that's the difference. And that was a that was a brilliant piece of coaching to come up with that play. Nathan had to execute it, but he did it. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, full credit to, to all of them. It was a ballsy move too, a real ballsy move. But it must be great, Brandy, when a training move comes off like that. Yeah, that's right. Well, you, you, Chris, you, you know as well as anyone, you, you can work on things at training, but uh, to execute them and to pull them off in a in the pressure situation that yesterday was, um, you know, it, it it does make you feel pretty good. And I'm sure the coaching box was, you know, very excited, as excited as the players were. And I. I think Penrith needed they they needed something like that to start the game because they they were the underdogs and you know they hadn't you know, there was a number of individuals that hadn't been playing their best footy over the last month or, or month and a half and they needed a, a, a little shot of confidence to start that game and, and that was the perfect way four minutes in they started aggressively then came up with a try and I, I think that that meant a lot to them and that, and that helped them get through the eighty minutes. And Nathan was placed on report for a lifting tackle. Um, I imagine he probably had a bit of a sleepless night, but um, I'm just glad that he wasn't even charged. Yeah, to tell you the truth, I'd, I was watching the game. I was at Fox Sports yesterday on the panel, and uh, we are out in the green room watching the game, and I'd taken my eye. I think food had just arrived. We'd just got our lunch, and uh, <laughs> yes. it was a late lunch. I'd taken my eyes off the television, and I heard the commentary. Um, and I thought, oh, my God, what's happened? And I, I, I said to Cooper and Brace before the replay came up, was it, was it serious? And they said, no, I don't think so. And then I saw the replay and I thought, nah, he's got nothing to worry about. Once I saw the replay, uh, I, I wasn't concerned. I, I didn't think he'd cop a charge out of it. So, uh, And he didn't. He didn't even get charged. So uh, I, right call was made. Yeah, no, good. No, and, and I too. The fact that I think it was Kenny landed on his back, um, I thought he'd get, yeah. all clear, get all clear, and he did. But you never know, do you? I mean, this uh, judiciary, sometimes the match review committee get it wrong. But not on this case. The other cliche I'll throw at you, and you've heard it a million times, Brandy, you've got to lose a grand final before you win a grand final. It happened to you 30 years ago, losing in 90, then winning as captain in 1991. And here we have it again, losing last year, Penrith to Melbourne, and uh, they're back again. Wouldn't it be a strange circumstance if they just happened to win? And, and look, I, I, I don't, I don't buy into that. You know, you've got to lose one to, before you win one. Um, line, um, it, it, it seemed to hold some weight thirty or forty years ago, but not anymore. We've seen plenty of teams throughout the, uh, throughout the ages now. You know, in those last thirty years since we won the comp, um, you know, get to a grand final and win without any experience. We've seen that happen. So. I don't think it. I don't think it means much. You've got to win one. You've got to lose one before you win one. Uh, and they just the, the current boys just find themselves in that circumstance because they've been a very good side. And I, I said prior to the, the game yesterday, Chris, I, I said uh, apart from the four grand finals that Penrith have been in, where they've won two, lost two, um, 
this was our biggest game in, in the club's history. Yesterday's game, because... And, and I, I, I suppose to clarify that, I, I said, well, it, it's, it's almost like two seasons rolled into one and the result of today's game, you know, it, it determines whether it's been a success or not. Uh, lost the grand final last year after winning 17 straight coming into the grand final. Like, that, that's, you know, that, that's the sort of records that, you know, have been set over the last couple of years with the Storm winning 19 in a row. And then Penrith start the season. So after winning 17 straight last year, coming into last year's grand final, they lose. They get, they get rolled. But then they start the year winning 12 straight. They then have Origin interrupt the season and players arrested, players are injured. Um, but it was yesterday's result was it was almost like two seasons rolled into one were hinging on that result yesterday. Yeah. And and they get their chance to get back into the back into the fight to win a premiership. Because, you know, if they lose on Sunday, if, if somehow they, they get beaten and South Sydney win, you know, that's two amazing years that they've had with only five or six regular games lost, but come away without a premiership. You need to make your mark. And God, if they had been beaten yesterday, nothing that's happened over the last couple of years counts for anything. No, no. No, the, uh, yesterday's result, uh, the significance of that is not lost on me. Can I ask you this then, Brandy? Um, do you think the tank is empty, uh, the fuel gauge, after three really hard matches? Or do you think, uh, on the plus side, uh, this Penrith team is now uh, truly battle-hardened? Oh, I, I think the excitement of the grand final, Chris, overrides everything. You know, they'll be they'll be battered and they'll be bruised today. They'll be sore. And you could see that Brian Toto was limping around after the game. And, you know, no doubt that there's... James Fisher-Harris was broken after the play one, he copped a, a, a very hard tackle from Felice Cafusi, a low shot, cut him in half. Uh, James barely got up off the ground. And I said, oh, he's gone. Like, this is the first tackle of the game. And uh, anyway, James somehow got through and, and produced, you know, unbelievable, an unbelievable effort to get through the game. So he'll be, he'll be busted. Tavita Pangai's got a bad knee. There's... But, Chris, the excitement of being in a grand final and the motivation to win after losing last year is enormous. It drives you to do things that you can't normally do. So even though they've had three really tough games and you know, people thought after, Param- after the Parramatta game that they might be a bit busted coming into Melbourne, but they then produced the same sort of performance uh, that got them home against the Eels They'll be they'll be ready to go grand final day. That it, it it won't matter how how sore they are for the next couple of days, Chris. They're yeah. they're into the big one. This is their chance for redemption. Oh well, Brandy, I can I can hear the excitement and the anticipation in your voice. I really can. Finally, mate. Then um, what's the key to beating the bunnies? Well, if they tackle like they did in the last two games, they'll make it very hard for South Sydney. Um, you know, their defence has got to be good, and they need to. I, I thought they lost the game against South because they lacked any physical presence in the middle. And, and that's, you know, very unlike what Penrith have done all year. I, uh, I thought our middles were well beaten against South. If they can hold their own, I thought Jerome stepped up yesterday. That was his best game in the last six weeks. 
you can't have any players that are off in a grand final if you're to win the game. So they'll just need all their good players, all their key players. Nathan, Happy, Happy was enormous in the second half. But if they win, if they hold South Sydney in the middle, if they if they can match Burgess and Totola and Nichols and Murray in the middle and give Nathan and Jerome a platform to work off, I just I just think Chris they've they've been the best side all year that they. You know, they've, they've struggled through a period, but they've found it over the last couple of weeks. I think they find it again. Yeah, well, uh, for your sake and, and Penrith fans, I hope you're right, Brandy. Mate, thanks for spending a bit of time with us talking about that. It's a really exciting time for Penrith Panthers. Uh, and, and you yourself, enjoy grand final week. Good on you, Chris. Great. Thanks, mate. There he is. Uh, thanks, mate. There he is, uh, Brandy Alexander. And, yeah, he, he went to the grand final to... Um, only to lose to, to Canberra in 1990. He came back and uh, he played again, had another crack. And this time he had the little C next to his name and uh, one Roycey Simmons. He, he crossed for two tries, didn't he? Roycey Simmons in the 91 grand final. Uh, Mark Geyer, I think, was put in the bin for 10. And I don't think Royce had scored a try all year. I wonder if there's any of the Penny Panthers team uh, now that have not scored a try all year. And one of them might just score two on grand final day, if history is indeed to repeat itself. You are listening to NRL Match Day. It's coming up to 22 past two.